Chapter 7. Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Types of Pipeline Drugs. Technologies advance as industry seeks new ways to navigate the disease highway. In 2021, in most places, travel has not been easy. While restrictions on international trips did ease, at least for a time, there was more to negotiate than just ensuring you had your passport and tickets. I was fortunate to be able to escape a non-existent British summer to Spain late in the season. But this now meant filling in a COVID-related form and showing my vaccine passport to enter the country, taking a lateral flow test two days before returning home and registering the result with the UK government, and then taking a PCR test two days after my return. All went smoothly. But the additional paperwork and testing certainly added a layer of stress to what should have been a relaxing vacation. If I had tested positive for COVID in Spain, I would have been stuck there. And I do know of at least three sets of friends who did fall foul of the increased regulations, ruining their much-needed holidays. I'm sure they would not want to repeat those experiences for all the tea in China. Whatever the rights and wrongs of these travel restrictions, which were introduced to try to stop the international spread of new COVID variants, arguably shutting the stable door after the horse had bolted, they were only possible in the first place thanks to advances in biological diagnostic technologies. Who knew that we would all become lab technicians in 2021, running our own home antigen tests? Even a decade ago, mass production of antigen and PCR tests on the scale we've seen would have been almost unthinkable. The pace at which technologies have evolved since the start of the new millennium is staggering. All of which brings us to an examination of the technologies which the pharma industry is using to deliver drugs, perhaps the equivalents to the planes, trains and automobiles, and latterly lateral flow tests, which are needed to deliver us to our chosen destinations. While it's not quite a case of all roads lead to Rome, by far the biggest proportion of the many ways to deliver a drug is still by the traditional chemical synthetic route. However, let's look at the origins of each drug, based on Pharma Project's Origin of Material classification, which is another hierarchical classification system. Thus, like the mechanism of action classification, the more general categories prosper in cases of early development, where information is scant and more specific data is not yet available. In this classification, there's not an unknown option. So where no information is available, drugs are assigned to chemical synthetic by default, thus inflating its figures somewhat. That being said, the vast majority in this class will be genuine synthesized small molecules, so the figures do still have merit. With a 6.2% increase to 9,565 drugs, we can see that there is still considerable activity in this more traditional drug discovery method. Although the sharp-eyed amongst you will have noticed that this is less than our earlier overall pipeline growth rate. If developing drugs via chemical synthesis is still something of the juggernaut of R&D, monoclonal antibodies are the high-speed trains, sleek, modern and efficient. Their presence at number two in the table is cemented on the back of a further 7.9% expansion in their numbers. Further down the top 10, we see sizable upticks for the next generation luxury aircraft liners of the therapeutic world. The biological nucleic acid viral vector and biological cellular heterologous categories, representing the cutting edge worlds of gene therapy and cell therapy. 
These days, travelling to continental Europe from the UK is largely done via aeroplane, as cheaper flights meant that the options to travel by car and ferry or hovercraft soon seemed old-fashioned and slow. How far is the industry similarly moving over wholesale from small molecule to shiny new biotechnology? The percentage of the pipeline which can be apportioned to a biotech origin is continuing to creep up. It's now at 44.7%, up an additional 1.8% from last year. At this rate, we might reach the tipping point where biotech moves on to becoming the majority soon after the middle of the current decade. Despite the continued advance of biotechnology source drugs this year, there's been no significant change in the proportions of the pipeline split by route of delivery. One would normally expect that more biotech drugs means more injectables. The injectable route remains the most common drug delivery route, accounting for 60% of the pipeline, followed by oral drugs with 28%. But both of these percentages are essentially unchanged from those seen 12 months ago. Surely, of all the wonders of the world, the horizon is the greatest. Freya Stark <laughs>